I can if I'm already chose. <laughs> okay, I'm not serious. No, I ain't gonna be finishing sentences. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only part I know. That's why. For Bikini Bottom. All right, Darren, too. How are you? How are y'all feeling today? Pretty good. Honestly, I you? was tired before this. Tired? I was. I was. But now I'm not. Because you're here. Uh, A little tired. Not really, though. I'm high as shit. Oh, you're right there. You're high. How high are you? <laughs> you're asking That's how demons. I hear you. Oh, well, you guys are. I could do that voice. I like that voice. Uh, are, you, are you feeling high? Are you high yet? No. No. It's <laughs> a lot. You're not you when you're hungry. Oh, I have Snickers in my uh, little mini fridge. You want a Snicker? Go oh, oh no, just because you're high here. No, no <laughs> breaks. No, no ad breaks. <laughs> you guys ready? Welcome back to the Sweet Talks podcast. Tonight we have another special guest, creator, influencer, whatever you like to go by. His name is Arrington to us, though. Yes. Welcome, Arrington. How are you guys? Hello? Wait, I feel like. Wait. No, how are you? It's your podcast. How are I feel you? like Michelle Obama. <laughs> 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 like Michelle Obama. Like. Why? Why Michelle? Because, like, I don't know, like, this mic and these headphones. Like, I don't know if I'm going oh, like, to speak at the White House or just DJ <laughs> or some whack <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, this is fun. I like this. I'm proud of you guys, too. I'm glad. Like, no, really? Thank yeah, you. We're proud of you. Um, I'm honored to be here. Oh. We're, we're honored to have you have you on. I like that. Hey. I like that shoulder hey, rub. Yeah. Thank you. Arrington. We are honored to have you here. Arrington. How have you been though? How have the last couple months been? How has your last year been? Or do you want me to give you PR? Do you want me to give you real life? Real life. We want real life. life. We, we want, want real IRL. story. Everything. Wait, because I feel like what I'm about to say next is gonna take everybody some miles away. So like just Okay, so like I moved to LA probably like five or six months ago. And then I got a call randomly. This is trick warning, but I got a call randomly that my brother died. Um, Sorry for in your September. Loss. So it's been like a journey of like figuring out who I am versus like dealing with grief and like just learning like the business side of like influencership. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got so like um, what's the word like. I got so lost in like creating that I forgot like wait you have to actually like know how to run a business because if not you're going to jail fire us <laughs> tax <laughs> taxes and sh- yeah I did catch that actually earlier when you were talking to us <clears throat> before the podcast you said you had an accountant too yeah which I think is super important I've been saying like I think we need a fucking accountant too <laughs> oh yeah I don't have an accountant we don't have an accountant oh how do y'all handle the taxes Frank Frank. Y'all going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to jail. No, no offense to you, Frank, but I'm just like, it's a lot. Like, no, yeah, it's a lot. For me, like, I got an accountant because it's so much that I didn't know and don't know. And, like, my parents, I feel like they kind of was like, figure it out. Yeah. And you're, how old are you? I'm 18. You're 18. You just turned 18? I, I made 18 in March, but I make 18. Oh. I make 19 in next March, so. 18 and a half damn but you're young i remember one of the first times us talking to you you actually knew a lot of shit about youtube a lot of shit about taxes a lot of shit. you were telling us a bunch of shit. but like how how was that taxes your first time doing it last year as an 18 year old oh no i think i filed last year i filed last year 
when I was 17, I think. Oh. So taxes, like, it's just, it's a touchy, real, real, real touchy subject right now. Oh, shit. Because literally, like, I had to pay them in, what was it, like, March? Like, it was, like, May, June. And, like, I just, like, the IRS, I just, like, <laughs> they they held my funeral. Like, that's how much, like, you have to pay. I didn't know you have to pay so much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was just, like, ton. $50, 500 Fuck, no. Then you get into the case <laughs> yeah. of taxes. Yeah. And I just was, like. That's <laughs> when tax write-offs come in clutch. Oh, no. I, it, I had a bunch. <laughs> you wrote off a, everything you could. Huh? I had a bunch of that. It still was an arm and a leg. Holy fuck. In my ass. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. I feel you. So now, like, just what advice does your accountant give you now? Like, oh, you got to chill. You can't be going out here as much or, like. I think literally my accountant called me. Like, we had a call yesterday. And he was like, you're doing really well, bud. He said, wow, you spend 10% of your income on meals. Because I would door, I used to DoorDash every day. Like, when you're depressed, you don't care about that. You yeah. just, I would DoorDash every meal. Oh, then we're fucked. <laughs> Damn, I might be depressed as fuck. We DoorDash. I DoorDash a lot. Yeah, there's like a point in time where we were door sh- DoorDashing like twice a day. Oh, I would do three times. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, we're and not like, that fucked up. I used to DoorDash like just a, a strawberry banana smoothie from here then i want a burger from <laughs> oh there my God. and then t- two hours later i'm hungry again mm-hmm. so yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a big mac no 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 not a big mac i'm gonna get a bacon wait a baconator from wendy's Holy shit. and i'm gonna add extra bacon and i'm gonna get a sugar cookie and i'm gonna get a large <laughs> lemonade and if it's not large i'm gonna go crazy and then i would get some fries and if my fries did not have barbecue sauce i'm gonna give you zero stars i'm gonna give you like like that, like if you don't bring, if you don't give me my barbecue sauce, because like, it's already hard for me to eat fries, because I'm a person that likes the main meal. Like when I go to Canes after this, and after y'all buy my Canes, <laughs> <laughs> after y'all buy my Canes after this, like literally, like if I had to eat the chicken tenders with no sauce. Oh yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. Oh no. I don't it, like the sauce. It's too plain. This guy. Wait, I don't like the Canes. Have you had, have you had In and Out yet? Oh yeah, I love In and Out. Okay, you like the spread? What spread? You never tried it? Sp- spread drastics? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the spread that you put on the Thousand Island sauce? I mean, That's I just not eat. Thousand Island. I just, just eat. The just ones that go in the doggy style fries. No. <laughs> Animal for, style. See, for me, like, <laughs> as long as it doesn't have <laughs> tomatoes or onions, I'm good. I'll eat whatever. So okay. you, but you're a sauce guy. Yes. I, I don't know what it stems from, but I think it's like, I love sweetness in yeah. a way. So at canes i would get the honey mustard instead oh. of the cane sauce you actually put me onto that i used to work at canes I need oh you mustard. did yes i used to work at canes i didn't even know they had honey mustard at canes yeah me neither no that's because i worked there so like it's like a, it's a hack <laughs> okay okay is it good yeah yes it's so good like if, if you guys go to raising canes just get the cane sauce with the honey mustard. i mean say get the honey mustard instead of the cane sauce oh okay so after this when you buy me my canes i'll get the honey mustard no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did you work at Canes? So, okay, so right when I was in the middle, not blowing up, I probably had like 100K on TikTok, but I was still like, I was not making any money because mm-hmm. I was just like at home. So I got a job, right? Went to Canes and I had like 100K. So I was making TikToks there and I would like just do small stuff on my break. This was how long ago? This was when I was 16. So 2020? Oh shit! So I would go there. I only worked for two checks because at one point I was it was a lot. Like I was just standing in the kitchen, um, like putting butter over the bread. Two checks? 
Yes, I only got the two checks. I said, I'm out. Oh, so you barely worked. So you worked for like a month. You volunteered. No, but like I've always worked though. Like my mom had a cleaning service and my mom uh, cleaned houses. So I've been working since I was like, since I could walk. Oh shit. oh, shit. So I've always been at work, but I just knew I didn't want to do Raising Canes. And so basically they were like, oh, we terminating you because like you make a lot of TikToks. But really they just took me off the clock. They didn't never say that they fired me. So I called them and then I remember making a YouTube video and I was like, I was prank calling them. And I was like, why the F did y'all fire me? F y'all. That was when I was in my like crazy era. Oh, shit. You called your old job and said that. Yes. What did they say? It's just I was I was screaming so much that like they probably didn't even hear. <laughs> so then at what point were you like, was that the last job you worked? Canes? It was 100,000. When did you quit like working? Um. So I just was like, okay, I, like I got fired. And then they were like, okay you're making tiktok so i went home and then like probably like a month from there i was at like 500k 200 like five 600k because see my the way i would create videos was so different from the people i was around i would stay up i would this is literally what i would do i order like a 12 to like 40 pack of red bull and i would just stay up all night i would drink them right and I would how many i'll probably drink like two or three (laughs) back to back to back not back to back to back just, just sipping just sipping and so i like that, that sounds line. like a fucking heart attack formula or some oh shit. no that like birthed who me on the internet like i would make 16 20 videos a day i would just talk so you recommend it yeah i'm not gonna say i would recommend well <laughs> one thing about me is i'm gonna have an energy drink like i love energy drinks i don't know why like hopefully one day i'll create one for y'all oh that yeah. would be dope that'd be um, fucking sick but literally how i blew up was like Make I did it for so I did it so consistent I did it for like two to three months, and then I was at like one point two. And how long? And how long? It didn't take me long. It took me like four months, five months. So from when you first started TikTok? Yeah, but because see the thing is like what I realize now that when things are not because I don't create the same way, so obviously things slow down a little bit. I noticed that like when you have one viral video people will go into your account and see and then like imagine you have like five viral videos in one night where it's like millions of views it'll just people are just on your account like i don't know i was just like a little i was 16 i would run down to my mom's room i'm like mom i hit 80k i hit 90k i hit 100k and she would just be like oh because i wasn't giving her no money period <laughs> <laughs> so so what did she think about it when like you hit like a million and when you started making you're like look mom i'm making money off of this like this is and this is no disrespect to my mom but i think at the time in our lives like she was not supportive at all none of my family was no my little sister was like yes go ahead like my little sister is so funny but my mom like if i'm just being truthful she she did not really care so that took a toll on me a little bit like i just felt like i didn't have any support so you know like how people would make videos and they would have they would include their family and everything and like do stuff like that Mm -hmm. i felt like i only had myself so to a certain when I, once i hit like because if it was up to me i would have probably went to her and and like went to her every time i hit a milestone like 100k 200k 300k mm-hmm. but like after like 120k i just stopped going mm-hmm. to her because she literally was just like oh okay go do them dishes <laughs> <laughs> like she didn't get it like she yeah she just didn't get it and then even when like she like how do you know like i don't understand how you don't get it because like how my, my parents they always are on social media they know when like someone is like 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah when yeah, someone's yeah. blowing Popping up or someone's or doing something. Everybody definitely. knows. Like, you just know. And, yeah. like, I know all her friends and stuff would, would talk about it. And I just didn't feel like I had that support. So I just was like, that took a toll on me after a while. So, so like, growing up and shit? Or, so you started, what, social media when you were 16? Mm-hmm. So when you first started it, did you expect, like, were you like, oh, like, this is what I want to do? Or were you just kind of doing it more for fun or more for, like, journaling your thoughts? Or, like, what was it? See, like, I never had an outlet, really. Like, I was always, like, I knew I had potential to do social media because, like, I was always kind of, like, the class clown. But I was a special type of class clown. Like, I was the type of person that was, like, always loud, making jokes, talking over the teacher and stuff. But I would always get my work done. So, like, I would have, like, A's and B's, flying colors, and then I would also have, like, ten write-ups. Oh shit! No, like my fifth grade year, I probably got written up like twenty times. Fifth grade for what? What were you doing in fifth grade? I would just go back and forth for teachers. Like I would just be like, like I don't know. Like I always had this thing where it's like if someone is disrespecting me, and I'm not like that now, just because like I know myself more. But like when I always would feel disrespected by like my teachers, my teachers would be like, "I'm about to call your mother." I'm like, "I'll call it for you." Oh my god! Oh, so you were a little badass. Oh yes, I was devious. <laughs> but it was like I don't know I think it was just like a it stemmed from me just like never feeling like I had attention as a kid so I was like the only time my parents would give me attention is if and which this is kind of toxic I was kind of toxic was if <laughs> I was in trouble like when I used to get ass whoopings as much as I hated getting ass whoopings like that I feel like that was the most time my parents actually took the time out to be like oh like hey like oh you're being bad today but if I'm doing good or if I make good grades or whatever, because I always have good grades, it would just be like, good job. Like, okay. you did what you were supposed oh, to do. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, you're, yeah, so. So you were seeking that attention, but then again, you weren't getting it for the right ways, right? Right. So family. that, like, dynamic of how I was approaching that situation, I realized, like, that just wasn't working for me. Uh-huh. So, like, that literally is what broke that off of me, like, now in my friendships now. I don't have to act out or I don't have to be, like mischievous or i don't have to be the person that is toxic or communicating with people unhealthily or gaslighting or manipulating for me to get their attention like i know i could be who i am and be the person that i want to be and still get attention because like i started giving my i started giving myself that attention oh that's good so what was what do you think was like pushing you to get like good grades back then then i feel like it'd be easy just to fucking fall off i think like because did you have, like, a good, like, friend group at that time, like, support group? No, not really. Like, all my friends, like, I was always, like, the good kid compared to my friends. Because, like, everything that my friends did was way much worse. Like, way worse. I'm not going to go into, like, too much detail. Because I actually am from, like, people don't know this, but I'm really from the hood. Like, not like, I'm in the ghetto. Like, no, like, gunshots at 2 a.m. Like, constantly. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, my friends were, like definitely not we were not on the same wavelength like mm-hmm. at all but that's all i knew that's all i had that's who i grew up with so i just was kind of like it was regular. my mom was in that box so like at a point in time like i was starting to like feel like that was the only thing i could do and then i realized like okay well i can go to college like before tiktok happened i was like i could just go to college and let's see where that brings me but social media showed me that like entrepreneurship is what i really have my heart in and like that's just something i'm pushing towards so do you come from a family of like uh a big family like with a lot of kids a lot of siblings or is it just a few of you guys 
Oh no, I have a big family. So like my auntie has six. Oh shit. Damn. Capital dude. six. You got a lot of cousins. Um and then my mom has five. Damn, are you the oldest? No, I'm actually the like my mom loves to say like I'm the youngest boy, but she literally just had my little brother named Cade. Um <laughs> so I'm like directly in the middle. So there's two older and then there's two younger. Mm. So Ken, so it's Arrington. Aaron, Arion, and then it's Kate and Kennedy. Oh, that's kind of dope. Is there a reason why it's like A A A and no? It's K? it's it's E E A K K. Did they do that on purpose or just so? No, to be like my da- my brother's dad name is Eric, and then my dad, me and my dad have the same name, and the oh. same birthday. What? So you're a junior. That's kind of sick. Yeah. That is kinda... Hey, junior. Oh, you guys have the same birthday. Yeah, that's why I feel like they named me after. Um, each other. Oh shit, that's crazy as fuck. That's dope as fuck. You mentioned right there, um, like you feel like your contents, like um, your engagement, slowed down too. I think you said that outside of the podcast, because like the content you're switching it over. Yeah. And then I actually was thinking the same thing. I just overheard Logan telling you that like mm-hmm. your content is like super similar to like uh, not the not your content super similar, but like the Person, vibe. Yeah. It is like very like Emma Chamberlain, where like you could do anything and these people just like mm-hmm. gravitate towards you. I think like I I didn't derive myself off of negativity. I was very open and I was very authentic to who I was, but to a certain extent I wasn't because I wasn't fully like out, like out of the closet. So in a way I felt like I wasn't fully myself, but I was able to give people enough for what I was comfortable with. And so like as I had like personal you ever watched you ever read a book and like a character just starts getting better? And mm-hmm. like they just stopped doing certain things. So like I'm now at that part in my like life where it's like, yes, I've been through a lot. Yes, I've yes, I go through a lot, but it's like I either I can grow or I can just be better. So like I just became I'm starting to become this person and that I'm really enjoying because like it's a lot of things I look look up to and look forward to in people and in myself that it's like that's what I wanna get to. So it's like I realized like being authentic doesn't just mean like I have to be openly negative about people. I have to be like just this person that just shits on people or like I have to be, I have to like derive all of my conversation based off of self-deprecation, which self-deprecation is just like, I hate myself. I want to kill myself. Like That's super relatable, like trendy shit. Like, oh, today I wanted to fucking kill myself because the Starbucks wasn't tasting good or just some yeah, shit. Yeah, like it's like, yes, that gets likes and views. But at the end of the day, I'm a very firm believer of Rather, if it's like karma or if you consider it like seed, seed, so saboteur or like whatever you want to say. But I think words are like the most powerful things on us. Because if you think about it, like you can catch a whooping, right? Or like you can get whooped. And like you kind of subconsciously, like you'll forget about that eventually. Mm-hmm. But it's like when your mom or your dad told you like you're a failure, I don't believe in you, I don't like you, that sticks with you longer. That sticks. Yeah. And, that, and that, that turns into a cycle of like, Every time it's time for you to to the, to perform for something that you want to do, you just hear that echo and you're like, oh, you're not good enough. You never were good enough. So it's like once I really realized that and like that's just the stuff I like am into. Like when I am home alone reading and stuff like that. Once I realized that, I just was like, I want to stand for something more than just like you know, just being out of pocket. Yeah. What do you think caused that change from you to be like self de uh, what is it self deprecation? Yeah. Um, like from the- that to like being more like positive. Um, I think when I got saved by God, like I, it brought out the light that was already inside of me. 
because I'm not gonna lie, like it would be a point in time. It was a point in time, and I remember this. Right? Y'all know who Tati is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was at her house, and I was just like, I know I'm a positive person, but I just don't always show it. And she was like, if you're a positive person, you don't never have to say that. Like you don't have to say that. You just will be it. And so I was just like, I shouldn't have to say something. My actions should always be louder than my words. Or I feel like not even actions should be louder than words, but they should be leveled. Like they should be running at the same pace. So it's like as I say what I'm doing, I'm actually doing it. So I forgot. I forgot what we were talking about. Like what when, part in the conversation? <laughs> when you realize you could uh, make the like. Oh, when I realize make the change. Okay, so like I got I got saved right. When when you say you got saved, what do you mean by that? That just means like you you like give your life to Christ and like you you know fear the Lord and like you know that's what that means. <laughs> okay. It's like when you really acknowledge that like you know that God is God and like you know you just start developing yeah 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 right. so like that's I, know best. I don't know like but if you're a christian and if you're in the comments don't get doing all of that i don't know all the terms <laughs> no I, I get what you're saying yeah. um so basically like that because you know some people are like i believe in god but it's like yeah yeah but like i'm more like oh no i know god like you have that relationship with god yeah like and i look forward to building it every day yeah i so. i like that and i also noticed that you go with jaco and val to church a lot yeah when they were here and then uh you got closer to god so what has like God led you toward? Like, what has He not led me toward? That's the real question. Like, like it's so much that He's helped me do in such a small period of time, and I really do believe in the favor of God. It's like when you save, like I feel like things are just significantly better. Like me grieving the loss of my brother, and me just like still figuring my way out in LA and just being eighteen, and like you know, like how you see all of these people in LA, and everybody has everyone, everybody has someone where it's like. Everybody has groups or they just have these people to rely on or they have their parents to coach them through all of this. I don't I feel like at the when I'm when I go home alone after this, I feel like sometimes I only have myself and God. So it's like I don't have that supervision that everybody else has. So it's like God gives me that security where it's like not only are you going to do good, but you're going to do amazing at whatever you put your mind to just because like you have my help. So it's going to be easier for you because I know what you've been through. Yeah. What what was it that made you like closer to God? Like were you just going through like a tough time in your life or or like what? I think like in January where this is when I was a cuz I came out in like July. Mm-hmm. I came out July 1st. January is when I was planning on coming out, but I wasn't in the right mindset to do it. So I hit rock bottom in like December, November where I'm talking about like chronic depression where I was like I would just be like crying and like I just felt like nothing in my life was going well. I just thought like I wasn't suicidal, and I'm not gonna say I. But I'm not gonna say I was far from it. But I'm not saying I was suicidal though. But it's like I feel like that was the next level of where I was at. So, but I still would consider it rock bottom. But so, I'm not. But I'm not suicidal. What What was the reasoning for that? It was just like a lot going on, like trying to figure out social media. Like I felt like my parents finally started to acknowledge like what was going on, and then like I feel like they didn't want me to like not lose it but they wanted me to like capitalize more off of it and i felt like now like oh like if you get if i got a comment but from like a parent and it's like oh your numbers went down <laughs> like who says that <laughs> oh, like, oh, this, oh that number oh and then like, <laughs> like <laughs> so i was just like confused because it's like at one point it was like no support now it's like your word now that plus at that point in time i had just moved in with my grandmother because i got kicked out of my mom's house 
And like I didn't even do anything. Like I'm gonna be honest. Like you know how you people be in denial. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna be like, I didn't do anything. Like I didn't do nothing wrong. But I know that like I'm not blaming my mom. I'm just you know being transparent. So I just was like, what's going on? And then like on top of that, like trying to balance social media, trying to figure out all of these new things, trying to like do all of these things at once. My mind just I didn't have the strength for it. Yeah. So I slowly just became I slowly was starting to push myself to burn burn out. And I went through a hardship and a friendship. And like I started to grieve a loss of a friendship where it's like when you grieve the loss of a friendship is different from someone actually dying because the person that you can grieve is still alive. And I feel like that's a tougher pill to swallow. That mm -hmm. just means that that person just doesn't want to talk to you. So I was going through all of that and still just trying to figure myself out. And like I just felt depressed. Like it was just too much. Like it <laughs> from was just different like, directions. It was just everything. Everything mm -hmm. was just too much. And so I was just like I remember once I made a YouTube video and I did I didn't post it, but at the end I was just crying and I was telling my subscribers and I wish I posted it because now looking back, it's like fresh like cause still yeah really you cute. Could. Um, I was looking at the video, and like at the end I just started crying, I was just crying, and I was just like I'm so thankful for you guys because I feel like this is my only outlet and this is the only place where I feel seen. So that's why like whenever people come on my page, they probably be like, damn, he's crazy <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> But it's really just because, like, that's just how I, that's just how I'm, like, expressing myself. I, cause like I feel like I don't get to express myself at home, so I was like, why not do it on the camera? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, after all of that, the next January, like, you know how there's just this big debacle about like homosexuality and God and stuff like that. I don't want to mm -hmm. get too much into that, but like I just felt this nudge where God is like, I accept you, I love you, I don't really care about what religion has said. I don't care about what people and their judgments have said, but like me and what I stand for, I stand for love and like I love you. And like I remember just crying listening to Adele, To Be Loved by Adele. And I was just like sobbing. <laughs> Shout out to I was just sobbing. I was just crying. And I was just crying. And I was just was like, what is my life? And then to see me now, like happy and like still have bad days, still have bad minutes, whatever. But like I think I'm pretty happy now. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. really happy. That's good. That's dope. Was it hard to keep faith through all of that, though? Oh, I wasn't saved then. Well, I, like, I believed in God, and I had got baptized younger, but mm -hmm. I didn't find God. Like, I, I feel like I found more of, like, who he is, who he truly was. So did you just, like, you just heard God, or was it, like, somebody, you know, kind of stepped in? and? Yeah, I know, because, like, for me personally, like, one of my homies took me to church um, when I thought I was going through some shit. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I don't know, I guess I would call it like your saved moment. But there was nothing like that for you. Oh, no. I got saved in my grandmother's room by myself. Like, I got wow. saved through, like, I love sermons. Like, I feel like that, those are, like, like sermons are basically just, like, when pastors preach and it's, like, video recorded online. Mm -hmm. So I will just watch them still to this day. So oh, I, that's dope. I so, don't know. So, like, Michael Todd, for example. I don't know if you guys know who Michael Todd. It's mm -hmm. probably some Christians and, you know, Christian stand-up girl. <laughs> um, like Michael Todd is like a really big pastor right now and like I just remember like watching one of his sermons and I just like started watching a lot and I just started journaling about it I was just like hey God like this is what I'm doing today this this and that so I just started to get more intimate and even now like it's, it's still as intimate but I don't do the journaling aspect as much but I will I will pray in the shower and stuff and I'll just be talking to God and you pray you pray in the shower yeah I feel like I'm most vulnerable 
Like I'm naked. Damn. So it's like I can't go to I can't go to God and just be this person that has the best drip on. God is like I don't care. God, <laughs> that is very deep. I did not think about it. Like I know. Like God, like God is like I, God is like I don't care about them shoes. I bought them shoes. Put them shoes down. <laughs> so, so like the I'm shower. there. I'm, so like in the shower, you're most vulnerable, like in all aspects. And so like you know, I'm more vulnerable though mentally than I am physically. So I don't come to him and I. I don't come to him with these expectations of things. I just come to him who I am, even in the intrusive thoughts, even in the bad moments of negativity that I fell, in, fell into, even in the times where I fell into sin or whatever. I just go to God and I just be like, I know you are a redeemer and you don't care about these things. Like, you love me for who I am. So, like, that, like this is weird, but me going, in, me going to God and being vulnerable um, especially like praying in the shower has made me more secure in myself. Like I can like s- some people are so insecure that they can't look at themselves in a the mirror naked for too long mm-hmm. because they're insecure. Like I'm to the point now to where like I love my body, I love my brain, like I'm loving who I'm becoming. So it's like it's a beautiful thing. Damn, that's, that's really deep. Yeah. Have you found it harder to um, be like so close to God living in LA? Like, as far as, like, distractions with, like, the parties and shit. Because you don't drink or anything, right? I don't drink or smoke. I, like, the thing is for me, it's, it's not even necessarily, like, I don't even have conviction for it. Where it's, like, basically, like, the nudging where God said, Does, don't do this. It's more so, like, I just like to be sober. I like to have my full mind. Like, I like to, I like to have, like, awareness of what's going on. Like I said, like, if anything happens to me, I'm here alone. Nobody can save me. Like, you do have a safety net of friends, but it's, like... To a certain extent, everybody's looking out for themselves. So it's like, I have to be aware enough to be like, okay, I can have fun, but not to the expense of, like, losing myself. And if I fall into a pit of, like, drinking every night, going out every night, going out every night, who's going to put me out of that? Like, I'm responsible for myself, so. All right, guys, we know that you guys are loving Arrington right now, but we're going to take one quick break it might not be that quick because this sponsor is fucking amazing it's fucking i'm so excited that they gave us this one this one is fucking dope that's right guys today's podcast is sponsored by doordash let's go bro like we we love doordash and we use doordash so much we're not even looking at the fucking script right now yeah there's supposed to be a script this is off the dome this is off the dome actually we need that last part for the code but (laughs) we need the code but door i'm telling you we're premium users over here. Before yeah. any of this shit was sponsored for our, our podcast, I was paying every month to get DoorDash Premium. He was. And we we use that shit every day. Let me tell you guys one thing. DoorDash is like the greatest thing to fucking come to the United States. I don't even know if it's anywhere over the, the world, but it's the greatest thing to come to the United States since sliced bread. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, their drivers are quick. And I'll, this, I don't even think this is on the script, but their customer service is amazing. Their customer too. service is pretty good. It is it's, really it's, yeah, good. It's They're really very good. fast. Pretty, really that good. shit ain't even on the script. Mm-hmm. If we get in trouble for using that, I hope not. Yeah. But their customer service is amazing. Like I said, I'm a premium user. I've saved $417 in fees. He pulled up, he pulled up facts. He pulled up facts. It, it tells right me right here, you saved $417 in and fees. And they, they always have these deals where it's like, spend $30, you get $15 off. So it's like, shh, They got great well. deals. On top of that, if you're busy, so, you know, we, we're busy. We're busy people. We're editing. We don't want to cook. We don't want to go to the grocery store. We don't even want to fucking drive. That's where DoorDash comes in. And on top of getting meals to us and feeding, you know, the people that we love, 
it provides jobs for people that you know are struggling with money such as doordash drivers such as myself about a year ago <laughs> yeah logan was working for doordash i was working for doordash so it's kind of it's kind of crazy now they want to sponsor us now that you boys up so with over 300,000 partners you can support your local neighborhood go-to's or choose from your favorite national restaurants like popeyes chipotle cheesecake factory they have almost they every fucking place that you could think everything. of. everything like from with, yeah from huge chains to like mom and pop shops so you're you're it's it's fucking good bomb whatever too, you want bomb. it's there i love it so for a limited time our listeners can get up to 50 percent can get 50 percent off up to 20 percent damn logan you okay. read this shit bro fuck for a limited time our listeners can get 50 percent off up to a 20 dollar value and a zero dollar delivery fees when you download the doordash app and enter code sweet talks that's 50 percent off up to a 20 dollar value and zero dollars delivery fees when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter code sweet talks don't forget that's code sweet talks for 50 percent off up to a 20 dollar value and zero dollar delivery fees with doordash Subject to change, terms apply. I just want to mention one thing. I ordered DoorDash yesterday. They must have just applied this because I tried using the fucking code. Oh, and it, I was typing in Sweet Tea, Sweet Talks. I was like, what's the code going to be? Oh, dude, I'm telling you, if I heard this shit, like, I would jump on this shit. Mm -hmm. I, I used to jump on the codes like this all day. Mm -hmm. Even when they come around, I still jump on them. Mm -hmm. There, it's, this, is, this is a very good deal. 50% off. We, we hope you guys use it. Like, 50% off. That's cheaper than going into the fucking restaurant. Yeah, and it's you're getting it delivered. Mm -hmm. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, you guys are kind of dumb if you guys don't use this, to be honest. Keep doing your work. Order that fucking DoorDash right now. I hope you're fucking ordering it, watching this podcast. There's still a lot of time left. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to this podcast. Peace. Yeah, and that's the hard part of being like an entrepreneur, like the shit that you want to do. You got... I mean, you're your own boss. Right, exactly. You take, You could take a couple weeks off not posting, but that's on you. Yeah, like, and I, I fell into that a lot too. Like, I just felt like life was too much, and I dialed back a bit. Yeah. But after a while, though, you kind of get tired of that cycle. I got tired of that. Like, that's where I'm at right now. And like now, I'm just I've worked more now than I've ever worked. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know if you heard what he was saying, but he was saying um outside that because he just started Vlogmas, and like the past two three weeks, he's been posting like three to four times a week. He said that from the past two weeks, he's gained more subs than he has all year. Damn, but that comes from like me posting like once, like once every three weeks. Damn, once that's, every week and a half. That's still fucking crazy to that's do. Good again. As fuck. Oh yeah, so like I, like I'll celebrate because I'm really big on like celebrating, mm -hmm. celebration of self. Where it's like you have to acknowledge yourself because if I'm waiting on a friend or anyone else to celebrate me, then like I'm gonna be waiting for forever because nobody's nobody is thinking about what I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. So it's like even if it's going to like Ralph's to get buy myself like a flower. Or even if it's like intentionally buying a meal or going to this restaurant by myself and just saying like, I'm spending this money on this for this reason. And like, I don't like know. I deserved it type Yeah, shit. like I deserved it. Like I, cause like, it'll be powerful of me. I feel like in a way, if I neglect myself, like it's like, I don't have to have this hustle mentality where it's like, grind out until your balls fall off. Yeah. Like I don't have to do that. <laughs> like I can, grind but i can do it at a pace of grace that like i realized like i have god on my side and it's just like i'm fine I'm not in competition with any, any of these people at all you don't ever like uh do comparison to other influencers or or any of that stuff see i'm a big person on i can 
like I look at things as like two sided, where it's like it's a thought and a feeling. I can feel like, oh, like they have this and I have that, but I can counteract that with a thought. And my th if my thoughts lead, then my feelings will lead right after them. So I've had moments where I feel jealousy, but I'm not a jealous person, so I don't align with that. I don't I don't grab hold of that, and I don't sit in comparison. So like the way that you counteract comparison and the way I've like developed this mind and cultivated this mindset of like not comparing myself is that instead of comparing myself, I just celebrate. So with anyone, even if sometimes I feel a little bit of anything, I'll I'll slide up on your story and say, I'm so I'm so proud of you. Cause that's genuinely how I feel. But it's like at moments you have those thoughts of like, like, oh, I wish that was me. But it's like, no, you don't wish that was you because it's like you don't know what they've been through to get to where they're going. Uh -huh. yeah. Most people only see the end of the journey. They don't see what you really went through. Right. Yeah. That's why I was telling this to Zach earlier, but I was like, people will people will want what you have, but they haven't prayed the prayers you prayed. Like, you don't know when I had to go to God and be like, I'm about to give up. Like, this is enough. Enough is enough. Or they don't know what you've really been through behind closed doors. They only see, like, oh, you finally got that brand deal with this place. Or, like, y'all are finally dropping merch. They, people don't understand how hard it is to drop merch. That's why I'm mm -hmm. so happy for you guys. Cause, thank like, you. Yeah, that's, thank you for That's actually a very tedious process. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, mm -hmm. it is. So, basically, the moral of the story is to overcome jealousy, you have to celebrate. And I think it starts with yourself first. So you, you know, celebrate yourself, you celebrate others. You know what's funny is I was just talking to my brother on the way home. Um, and I was we were just talking and then we were just saying quotes. And he said one of the quotes that he likes is um, comparison is the biggest killer of self-joy. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Because cause me, myself, I feel like I, I compare a lot just to like other people around me. Like, fuck, like this person's making this much or this person has a deal with this. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, like it sucks. And then... But then, like, sometimes I, I forget to take, like, a step back and be like, okay, I live in a fucking house with, like, four friends. Like, this is right. amazing. I think, too, like, using using that nudge as motivation, not as self-destruction. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have That's to. That's a huge thing. Like, instead of sitting around and just being like, damn, I wish I had what they had. Get up and get off your ass and go, go, go. Go. You got to go, go after it. That's what nah, I tell yeah, myself. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, you want what they want. Well, then put in the work for it. What, mm. what motivates you? Um, right now, like creating a life how I always wanted and realizing that I'm in control of my thought, like my thoughts is what's going to determine where I'm headed next. So like me, um, my family, my mom and like my, when my brother passed away, he was like a big fan of me and like, he always told me to keep going no matter what. Mm -hmm. So in moments where I feel down or sad, I just, I could just hear my brother laughing in my ear, just saying like, you're going to get through this. Like, it's going to be okay. And like I want to be able to buy my mom like a house. I know everybody says that, but it's like it's it's personal for me. Yeah. And I feel like now, like with social media, it's just really personal. Like I just really, I really enjoy it. And I really just being open and vulnerable with people. But to a certain extent, like I want to be able to like look back and be able to like invest it into my mom. Like my mom, she doesn't see herself this way, but she's an entrepreneur. I know she is. Like she just it's in her blood. I want to be able to invest into my mom's business. Like however many times I need to until she's able to like get up and like do things on her own or I want to be able to buy my brother, my oldest brother, because you remember it's Aaron and Aaron. I want to be able to buy my oldest brother a car. I want to be able to um, help out with my little brother's school tuition because he goes to a private school. And I want to be able to show my little sister that like, if I can do it, you can do it too. And like, she's going to be in high school soon. So I just want to be able to like, help out while still being able to build. Oh, hell yeah. I think you got a really good head on your shoulders. And honestly, like me coming into this podcast, I did not expect this, but it's you're fucking on the right path for sure, bro. 
Well, thank you so much. Yeah, that's why. Uh, yeah, that's why I was telling Arrington. I was like, I feel like I know you, but at the same time, I I know absolutely nothing about you because me and Julian were trying to we were watching videos and shit and just looking on the internet, and like you've never been on podcasts and you've also like never talked about your family. You've never talked. There's like a lot of stuff you don't talk about, but yeah. I feel like like people watch you and they feel like they're your best friend. Yeah, for sure. Which is fucking insane. How hard is it to do that? Shit? Yeah, it's really hard. That's really hard. I didn't. I didn't realize how hard it was to be vulnerable until like being in LA. Though I'm not gonna it's lie, just, you're just natural at it. <laughs> no, I'm not a natural at it. It's just that like I've been through so much, and it's like yes, I could make an Omiko video and make you laugh, but it's like, or I could talk about something that I feel like you you probably have went through as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just read comments and DMs and like, do you do you guys not like look at like I'll just be scrolling on TikTok and I just like to look at comments about random stuff mm-hmm. and like a lot of people are hurt. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are hurt right now. Like I feel like. Where we are in society right now, people are just hurting and they just want to, like, they just want somebody to feel for them. I've been that person where it's like, you feel so much, but you don't feel seen or heard. So it's like, you know, like, that's what I feel like my voice is. Like, I try to give people that, like, laugh, but I also just try to acknowledge, like, I see your pain and, like, we're going to get through this together. I, I feel like you're definitely the person that you can go to to laugh, but you're also the person that you can go to relate to as well. Thank you. So, like, how do you feel, like, I know it's, like, hard to say, like, to become vulnerable online, but, like, where do you think you get that from, or where does that come from? I think it comes from, like, I've never been asked that. It's interesting. (laughs) Where does that come from? I feel like I've been through so much in my life at such a young age that it's just, like, if I keep it all inside, I would just be a very aggressive, I'll be a very angry I'll be a very like just hot-headed person ready to fight mm-hmm. or just like ready to relieve myself. I feel like if I either was not super angry or aggressive, I'd probably just be having a lot of sex. Oh, really? If I'm, <laughs> if I'm being honest, like two-way street. Mm-hmm. So since I relieve myself like through, <laughs> not like that, but since I relieve myself through <laughs> just being vulnerable and opening up myself, yeah, like I feel like... That's how you let good. it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm not going to go with, I'm not just going to go sleep with somebody. Yeah. Just because I'm feeling down. No. <laughs> I'm still kind of stuck on like, am I bad? I don't know if you want to like keep going into this, but like, like how well you're doing and how productive like you are now, like with the reading books, like your schedule, you were telling us out there and stuff like that's all shit that I feel like I picked up within this past year, but I'm fucking... It's not like I'm way older than you, but I'm like five nah, years you older are. than you. You're fucking way older than him. Yeah. yeah, you are. I'm basically way older. Sure. But like, how close were you to your brother? Because I feel like if I lost my brother right now, I don't know. Like, I don't know how. I think that would like completely turn shit around for me. Like, mm-hmm. Same in here. a bad way. M- me and my brothers, we were like only like two to three years apart. Oh, wow. So growing up, like where I lived and where I like used to sleep we all shared a bed like my mom it would be like it would be three of us and she would only we would, we would only be able to afford like a two-bedroom apartment sometimes like it was at one point where we were all just sleeping on the floor so like when you used to do, when you like go from doing life with someone and like obviously I, I we i lost him like a little bit older so like i was kind of already out here and like stuff like that but you know like you still do feel 
like you just reminisce and like those memories everything just starts coming back up and it just feels like a lot like so vivid too and so I, yeah I it's like... all so vivid like i can just i can still hear his laugh i could still smell like just i could just hear him just in the room on the game because my brother like if y'all think that i'm funny i think that families have a core personality um and i feel like my family is just a really i just have a really funny family it's just always all jokes yes and... my brother is just on the i can hear my brother on the game saying like you ah, shoot the one let's fight like i could hear my brother <laughs> on the game and just realizing that my brother is not like here on earth anymore it, it it does get really hard but like i said like if i didn't have god i feel like you probably would see me just on the street popping it for some change <laughs> you'll see me on the street doing something strange for a piece of change <laughs> but no i feel like if like and all glory to god because like if i didn't have god and i keep emphasizing this because i know for sure that's he's the reason why if it wasn't for him, I would be like, y'all would see me at parties. You know how like y'all go to LA parties and some people look green in the face? Mm -hmm. yeah. they, just, they just be doing all that stuff. Maybe a bunch of shit. I would be like this. <laughs> you would just be all <laughs> I would just be in the corner like this. <laughs> or I would probably be like, like, I don't know, but just know it would be a whole different person. Yeah. Do you like LA or do you feel like it's just all I love fake? LA. Do you like oh, it? Really? I love LA. Why? See, the people that the people that's always like, oh my God, it's so fake. No, it's not fake. You're fake. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, like, shit, that was the next question. <laughs> <laughs> like what, the fake gravitates towards the fake? I think that... Hell yeah, I think so. There, it, that definitely does happen, but the people... Let's be honest, y'all. The people out here, there's no depth in conversation sometimes, mm -hmm. unless you're around like people that are not from here or that haven't been here too long. But LA, like... I love it just because, like, I'm from a small town. I'm very grateful. I'm grateful for the small stuff. Like, when people do small things, I'm just really grateful. People out here, like, I don't see girls, like, maybe white LA girls, like, I'm having the worst day. I have no oat milk in my latte. Oh. <laughs> like, chill oh, the fuck out. Like, I, I just want to say, like, oh, we couldn't pay rent. Um, <laughs> We couldn't pay rent. I, I grew up when we couldn't pay rent. That we used to have so roaches. Cool. What about you? I feel like, cause you said you said something about um, the ones that you think aren't fake are the ones that haven't been here for that long. Yeah, I kind of feel it's like the opposite. Oh, I feel like the people that are kind of like from LA are like you could talk to them more, um, like and hold like a, a genuine conversation. But the people that and I feel like it's mostly like the the TikTokers. I'm not you, but I'm. Oh no! Don't worry. Like I don't take any offense. Okay. Well, you should. <laughs> not. <laughs> no, but but I think I think you could imagine like the the TikTokers that I'm talking about. Um, oh, no, where... I don't. He wants you to point them out. I'll, 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 I'll tell you after. <laughs> but there's there's like the TikTokers that they they kind of come from all over and. They, they, you know, they live in like a content house or whatever. Oh, the clout talkers. Yes. The clout talkers. Those are a different breed. And then, and then th they come from like the most smallest cities. They come in and you try to have a conversation with them. And it, see, it might be a little different from you. Cause like for you, you're, you're popping, you know, you have a couple, you have 2.2 million followers on TikTok. Oh, that doesn't mean it to a certain extent though. It doesn't mean <laughs> it because I am <laughs> black. That, that plays a lot in LA too. What do you mean by that? Like, people would tune in and tune out of conversations. Like, if I don't state my significance or, like, if I, like, and I'm not going to do that. Like, if I don't say how many followers I have, people will completely ignore me. Like, you think compared to if you were white yeah. or? 
So, so you're saying if like a, a white TikToker were to show up to a party, like people would li- tune into them no matter how many followers they have? Yes. Mm. That does happen a lot. It's happened to me before. Really? Yes. And like if I and if I don't say like, oh, I do this or like, because like who wants to say like, yes, I have two point two million. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Wants, nobody wants to say that. Nobody shit. wants to say. But nobody I've been told that shit like sometimes at parties. Yeah. Or people by just people and I'm just like shut up. Nobody cares. You talk to someone. I've I've noticed with I'm not gonna say who, but there was this one guy right, and I was with a friend and we were we went to like his house. It was like a mansion, whatever. We went there. And then the whole night, he just wasn't talking to me, whatever. I, like, I didn't care. Because I was just in your mansion. I don't care. You don't have to like me, but yes, I love that face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, we were there the whole night. And then, like, he was just all of my friend's ass the whole night. And it's just like, I don't care. And, like, two or three months later, I guess he figured out I did social media, stuff like that. Next thing you know, you see a follow. And then you see all your pictures, like, and then it's like, oh, yeah. and then you see my next, oh, bro, what's up? Yeah, whole different energy, yeah, just like, way different. It's just like this, please move. No. Yeah, and and th- that's what I was kind of saying is like for us, like because we don't have the most followers compared to the other people around in the TikTok community or whatever. So when we would go to the parties, there would be like a lot of people where they they would say what's up to us and then they would like just turn their back and just start like a whole entire new conversation with somebody that was more clouded up. And then with us, they would just kind of be like, oh, hey, what's up? And then, oh, yeah, hey. totally shine us off. They, yeah. they would go to the next person who has like a couple million. Hey, how you doing? Like just totally switch like on some bus. Yeah, switch personalities. And literally they know that that's not going to get them anywhere. They think that like just because you go say hey to. Dixie and just because you go say hey to all these people, you're not getting a shout out. They're you not no collab. They're not following you back. <laughs> go somewhere. Like people just like that are just like really annoying to me. Yeah, the, there was one time it was at La Casita and there's this there's this guy who had um came up to me and um like we we had followed each other and stuff and he's like this. He's like, hey blah 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 and then he starts he's like, yo, he goes, Your YouTube's cool, but you need it. And he starts giving me tips and all this. And I'm just like, What? Okay, okay, but like I didn't know him enough for him to be kind of like that. And just like the fact that he like critiqued me and he, after that, he turns around, he goes to Larry and he just like is on Larry's dick. Like, yo, Larry, like, what's up, man? Like, remember me? We saw each other. And I was just like, dude, like, no, what? No. And then, and then Larry, <laughs> Larry like kind of recognized it and he was just like, okay, okay. And then he looks to me and he just starts like talking with me. And like the guy's face was just kind of like, what the fuck? Why is Larry talking to you? And I remember yeah, being like, 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 what the right. fuck? Pe- people think that there, it's like a, it's like a social hierarchy like that. It's high school. Yeah, it's like it's literally high school. If if you weigh and if you're S tier, and if I'm right here, I'm just not gonna talk to. You. I'm going straight to the S tier person. Look, that's just weird to me. Yeah, it's high. It's literally high school. We all have a soul, so it's just like it doesn't matter how much money you have. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it just doesn't. So how did you get so close with like Santi? And like Jaco and Val, so either are you close with them? I'm really like I'm really close with Santi, Jaco, Val, and like me and Serato, we talk a lot. Like we were talking a lot more. Like you know, Serato's in a relationship, so yeah, like, you know how stuff like that is. But me and Serato now we're get we're definitely getting closer. Um, how did I get close to them? I I think that they all Santi said he knew who I was before he blew up. So like he was like following me, I think already. Or he would say he would see my videos, and so then from there it was just like, 
I don't know. I feel like I'm a really friendly person. I like making new friends. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. Um, and then we just got close. And then, like, me, Jacob, and Val, like, I realized, like, I, remember that time I told you, like, during, during January when I was, like, about to come out, but I didn't, and I was just finding God? You know who I would always call? I would call Jacob, and I didn't know him that well. I just was asking him questions. I was like, oh, how do you do this? Or, like, how, like what should I do? Or, like, how do you pray like this? Or, oh, like, wow. Yeah, like they that. speak super highly of you, too. Mm-hmm. I love them. Like, they have, like, like you have you you know true honor in a friendship when when you're not in the room and like you can see how people speak of you oh yeah because it's like with them like i just love them like i love val and like i always wish that people see the val that i see like off camera just like the val that i see off camera nobody would ever dare to send a hate comment to her yeah she's she's just so nice she's She's so so nice and it's not fake because it's like you can only keep up a persona for so long like i've been around val for extended periods of time and She's just laughing and just mm-hmm. smiling and mm-hmm. laughing at everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just a smile. So when I see people yeah. shitting on her, I just it just breaks my heart sometimes. She gets so much shit for no reason. <laughs> That's no my girl. Reason. And next next time when next time somebody come, we talk getting them comments. <laughs> I'ma show somebody. She gets so much shit yeah. for no reason. I feel so- Is there any person out there that you just love filming with or whenever you collab with them, you just feel like, oh, this shit's gonna do good or it's just always vibes or it's regular? I feel like the person I've collabed with or filmed with, I don't like to use the word collab because I feel like I'm just filming. If I'm just filming with my friends, it's definitely not a collab. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I love filming with Santi just because like, I don't know, he just get it. And his cameraman, like not his cameraman, but whoever's recording at the time gets my humor. Cause you know, like there's like yes. humoric timing, timing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a word, but like, yeah. the timing. People, like, Santi's editor too. They all just get the timing. They just get it. Like yeah. Santi's editor get my like humor sometimes more than my own editor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, um, Espe- but- especially for that pool video that we filmed here. The you were at the beginning most of that video, and everybody was like, "Arrington, Arrington, so fucking funny, Arrington, Arrington." I don't know where they get that from. I just like I like I really I'd be like, what? I was really, half of the time though. I feel like I'm not funny. <laughs> I'll tell yeah, the Santi, I'll be like, sorry, like we just we'll wait. Like you can edit that out. Yeah. It's okay. Nah, like, you're nah. funny as fuck. Nah, yeah, literally any video you're that's in. Why I bother you sometimes? Just to get a fucking kick out of you. Oh no, I'll ignore you. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, you'd be funny, Arrington. Thank you. Wait, so then how did you become friends with the uh, Sky Jackson? Oh, oh she. That's crazy too, um, dude. That's insane. Yeah. She like. Disney I think she stuff. really liked my content, and I was already following her, so like. She would just like comment on almost a bunch of my videos, and then we just. And I remember good. once, y'all remember whenever TikTok was about to end. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I would. I, I remember I DM'd her once. I was so corny. I was like, <laughs> "Wait, if you guys, if you still want to be friends, you could just follow me back on Instagram." <laughs> <laughs> and then she did, eventually, like probably like a month after, or I think like two weeks later. And then she would always put me on her story and just be like, "He is so funny." What? what and then like it's such a big deal when she comments on your shit too yeah it's like yo this guy's <laughs> in the fucking comments dog. and now like it's just a beautiful friendship where it's like i can go to her for advice but i also admire and i know that she is a pretty b- busy person and i know that she has her own things of life so it's like but whenever we go meet whenever we meet up and like we go eat sushi or it's just vibes like yeah. it's not like oh my god what I'm the f- it's, it's not, like that it's not like I'm yeah. with no we're like actual friends like real friends yeah it's, like, i can oh, like, I, like you, know how you, you know how you have friends with someone and like if you face them they won't answer like if i face them or she would answer 
I'm not going to do that, but. That one was really ask that shit right now. Call her up. But no, Everyone's like, she's, like, where's this phone? She's one of my friends where it's like, if I text her, like, hey, she'll, Scott, te- Scott, te- like, if I was for to text her more, if we text more, she would text me back quicker than probably like half of the people in LA. Uh, you used to live with Polo Boy, correct? Yeah. W- what happened? He Didn't he move out or? I don't want to go into too much detail uh, with that only because that's his personal business, mm-hmm. but he did move out. Yeah. How was it living with him? It was amazing. Is he funny? He's really funny, but the polo, y'all used to polo, but I'm used to Marco. Yeah. Which yeah. is very different. I know what you're talking about. Like, polo is the smartest human I know. And if you think that I read, or if you think that anybody has their shit together, or is at least trying to figure it out, it's polo. Dude, that's what, that's what everyone says. Every, everybody I was just says about that. to say that. Yeah. Everybody's like fucking Jimmy Neutron. Oh, polo is a whole different breed of, like, smart. Like, I can't explain it. It makes me want to, like, talk to him to, like, pick his brain, because... Literally, oh, you, it, he should be your next guest. Yeah, you we say had that. Him. We had him before. Yeah, but it just we wasn't didn't have a one-on-one. Yeah. It wasn't his episode, though. But you say that. Santi says that. Fucking Tyler says that. Jacob, like, literally anybody that's ever said a word to him says that. Whenever you think of, like, whenever I think of, like, just pure intelligence, and and I'm talking about everybody in L.A., my mind automatically goes to, to Polo. Why is that? Because, like, I've had, sat and had conversations with him, and I'm just like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> but like, I can keep up with him though. Like, but sometimes it's just like, oh, I'd be like this. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. <laughs> and like, he just he just has like a big vocabulary. Just, yeah. Then you go. Uh, <laughs> I'll just go look up words about. sometimes. I'll be like, wait, what does that oh, mean? That's that's so crazy because you look at his content. He has like <laughs> yeah, that's that, the yeah. dumbest shit. Yeah. He does the but if you think about it, like if you see what he's built, it's Polo smart. is very smart. Bro, he's, yeah. he no, so he talks about trends. funny, it's crazy shit too. He has seven million fun. followers. Like for you have to reason. be some type of smart to to amass that. Yeah, yeah. he has he's, it for a reason. He's yeah. No, I would say it's he's really like him. Very funny, Timothy, and, and dumb shit. But it's like it's original. How the fuck do you think about that? But that's like his. That's how he is on social media. But in real life, it's like yeah, I, I, like. I know that he just doesn't really care to like show people that side of him, but I, if he was for the, think he would do really good. So when you first moved in with them, were you guys like, like super close or? Um. Yeah. Like I wasn't like. See, for me, like it's hard for me to live with people because y'all see how I am, like how I operate, I like to read, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. So I like to have a a really clean environment. I'm just used to like cleanliness, and he embodies that as well. But like, we just like. I don't know. Like we'll have times where he'll come in my room. We'll just read for thirty minutes or an hour. Oh, that's fucking so like an hour. Together, like, yeah. Like popcorn read. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about right now. That's so how I saw it. No, just like the vibe. Like whenever oh. someone is reading, you could just feel like you ever see somebody reading a book. You'd be like, damn, wait, I want to read. Even though you, I don't. Read, even though you don't read, no, I, I don't read for shit. I get what you're saying by that. Yeah. I know. I, I should, but I know. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, kid. Would you I read? Mean, would you read to me? No. Uh, why not? You have your own eyes. I'm not. I, a, I actually do. I like audiobooks. I'm not an audiobook. I'm real life. I, but I like when people. I'm like, not an audible $10 you know when the subscription. Te- <laughs> you know when the teacher would read to you? Like, yeah, you kind of feel more into it. Nah. Instead of hearing your own voice or hearing your own brain, like. That's a little zesty. Process the word. <laughs> How's that zesty? <laughs> Nah, I get what, you, you, what do you mean you're into it? Because I'm reading to you. You want me to read to you? Like this. <laughs> no, but it was like it was like give make you ASMR when I read. <laughs> it was like make me in the mood. Green eggs and ham. Yeah, that's a very good book. You read 
um, Atomic Habits. Like, what do you think, like, you took from that? Showing up. Like, you don't have to go. You don't have to be the best at anything. Just show up consistently. Like, for example, and I apply that to me at the gym. People see me at the gym. People see me on Instagram. Yes, I'm at the gym. Yes. That doesn't mean I always have the craziest <laughs> workouts. I don't always get the craziest pump in my shoulders and my triceps and all of that. But, like, I'll have days where I go and try to do leg day and I'll do two sets of goblet squats. And then I'll be like, adios. But it's just, like, the principle of. <laughs> but you did it consistently. But I keep like going. Like, you formed a habit. I'm forming the habit of being at the gym and then. It can take literally one critique from someone at the gym or just me watching a video, and I can just start compounding these small things. So showing up with that, and then, like, once I realized that I could show up in the gym, it, like, illuminated to YouTube and to, like, all these other things where it's like, wait, I'm showing up at the gym. I'm showing up with my skincare routine. I'm showing up with making my bed every morning. So then I'm showing up for myself consistently. And now I can actually show up for YouTube consistently. So, like, like Atomic Habits taught me that literally every single thing is a process. Like yeah, everything. Building relationships is a process. Building a relationship with your mom, building a relationship with your dad is a process. Building your relationship with going to the gym. Like if you got a plant, if you wanted to grow your YouTube channel, everything is like just a process. And it's like you won't start the process if you don't just start. A lot of people get information paralysis where they just try to get so much information about stuff and it leaves them paralyzed and stuck. Just get up and just start doing it. That's what I, that's, yeah. Yeah, I love that book. I think that shit helped a lot for me too. Especially yeah, the whole like just making your bed in the morning. I feel like it's so big too. All right, we're back. Guys. All right, we're back. Sorry, the camera died. We're right. back, you guys. We're back. <laughs> this question is not so much like from the book, but like I'm just curious, like how good are you at saying like uh, no to things? Like when it comes to like maybe you got some work to do, but Santi wants you to go out with him. Like, are you good at being like, no? At first, I wasn't until until I read into another book that when it talks about, like, self-sabotage when it comes to certain friendships. And I'm not talking about, like, Santi in specific because Santi is not who I'm talking about in this category. But I know. I just when, when you just go, throw when, his name out. Like, when you go out with people that you know are not helping better you, I wouldn't mind going out with Santi because, like, the way his like his drive is, like, crazy. And like he just inspires me, but there are certain people that like I told my I'll tell myself like this is off limits and you have to have some type of self discipline because this is not taking you closer to your purpose or closer to your goals. This is taking you further away, and it's okay to go out to dinner and go out do this once or twice, but it became a habit for me. So there are certain people I'm just like oh no no no, oh no I'm not hungry. So you're just like separating yourself from those people like completely. Like, no matter, isn't not, it hard, though? Like Not separating completely, but just more like, I have goals, and it's kind of like, do you do you value your goals more, or do you want to just go spend all your money at the most expensive restaurants in L.A.? Mm. I and, like that one. And you got that just from, like, reading the book? I got that from reading, but I also got that just from, like, sitting myself down and asking those questions. Also, too, when you're alone for a long enough time, like, you... You become on your team. Like, my brain, it's not always just, like, because you know how your brain just will talk, and it's just, sometimes it's negative about stuff. Sometimes, yeah. like, my brain would just, I'll just hear, like, a slight whisper where it's like, you know you ain't supposed to be going out with them. It's okay to stay home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gosh, I get you. We have the word, like, like, our friend uh, 
neck and stuff like when he wants us to go out he's like come on like you know oh you're gonna have gosh. fun like and it is it's so fun yeah, going it out. turns up it turns up is he like ambitious yes yeah he's he very, very ambitious. that's why like we click with him so well too like he's very you know he's striving to do really big things but too, at the but. same time he knows how to have fun but mm. also he's fucking built different because he's the type of motherfucker to get blackout drunk and go to sleep at five and but still then, work the next day yeah, but then wake up at eight and do shit the whole entire day that that is better for him yeah, but i feel like that. too like that catches up to you yeah it may not happen immediately but like you will like i don't think that that i'm not gonna say that lifestyle because who am i but it's just like my mm -hmm. personal like me personally like it would be too much for me to sustain mm -hmm. i wouldn't be able to perform how i would want to that's what i'm saying and i'll yeah. be working i'll be working from a place of not fullness and me and larry were talking about this and i was telling this to larry and he was telling this to me too in a way in our own ways but it's like how can you want to do something if you're not giving it a hundred percent so like when you operate from a place of less than a hundred percent then it's like when you fail you kind of just be like i didn't even give it my all like, I, like you would feel bad yeah, that's the worst part <clears throat> yeah it's like you're grieving cause like grief is literally what i've learned too is because i've learned about grief just from losing my brother but i've learned that grief is literally in almost every aspect of our lives where it's like i'm like grieving friends is one thing grieving like family members is one thing but grieving a potential career or a potential dream that you had it's a whole different thing like you could be at your new job but you'd be thinking like damn i could be doing this right now like damn like, for example, if I stop doing social media right now, because I really love what I do. I'm not going to lie. I love mm -hmm. making videos. If I was, like, like say if I was at, like, an accounting firm or something, just something random, or, like, I would be like, damn, like, I miss making YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, like what would happen if I pursued it? Yeah, what would happen if I really went all in? Like, like what? I look like Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when was it when you kind of, like, realized, like, Oh shit, I could I could really make a living off of social media. One last break, and I know you heard us talking about this from the last podcast, but here we are again. It's here amazing. we are again. Here we are again. This episode is sponsored by Money App. If your money is currently sitting in a traditional bank, earning little to no interest, or stored in one of those so-called future of banking apps, the truth is there's a better place to put your cash. Listen up. Money App now offers an interest checking account with 3.25% APY on all balances. There are no monthly fees and no minimum balance. Money App is also FDIC insured up to $250,000 through Evolve Bank and Trust. That's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. Now through January 15th, part. Money App is giving away a total of $100,000 between wow. 25 lucky winners in a triple your paycheck giveaway. That that is actually how dope is that shit? that that is fucking insane. That's that's very sick. <laughs> you get a little paycheck, six hundred bucks. Maybe we'll triple it. And you know what? I'm gonna we're gonna tell you how it works. You sign up for a money app account, and every paycheck directly deposited into your money app account from today through January fifteenth has a chance to be tripled if you are selected to win. You heard that right, tripled. The more directly deposited checks that hit your account, the more you could win. That's fucking sick, dude. That's that's crazy. You could triple your money. Die if that happened to me. Yeah, imagine. Working. Oh my gosh, that's triple. A, whoa, that's a month and a half of working. I might call off. I might quit. <laughs> <laughs> Visit www.moneyapp/suite to sign up for the Money App. That's www.moneyapp/suite. Wow, that's, that's, 
That's a lot of dots. If approved, fund your account, enter the triple your paycheck giveaway, and start earning interest on your cash today with Money App 3.25% APY interest checking. No purchase necessary. Mm -hmm. And you guys already know the disclaimer. Money App is a technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust, members FDIC. Money App checking account has no fees and a competitive 3.25% annual percentage yield on all balances. Visit money.app.suite for entry and eligibility details. Each winner is capped at $4,000. Sweepstakes offered and managed by Progress Services.inc. on Evolve Bank and Trust. Thank you. And let's get back to this podcast. Let's get right Make back. Sure triple, your, triple your check. Triple your check. Come on, you bums. Let's go back to the pod. Or like, did you kind of always know? Oh, it yeah. never fully clicked, like until like recently, literally. Um, I was just like, I don't know. Like, as much as y'all think that I'm have it all together, I'm actually just really a big ass kid. Like, I'm really childish. <laughs> well, you're I can't explain it to y'all. Fucking young, yeah, you're shit. young. You're 18. Yeah, bro. No, like you I'm telling you, I'm very like I have this side of me where I'm just so kid, and like I. I um, protect that side of me because it's like I'm supposed to be like that. Yeah, you are. Like, yeah. for example, like me and Zach will go out and Zach always is laughing because I'm always trying to find something with sugar in it. Or like, <laughs> he'd be like, why did you get five pumps of sugar cookie at Starbucks? And it's like, that's just, I just like that. Like, just I'm always looking for candy. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I, I don't know. Candy. I just have this side of me where it's just like bubbly and just kitty. And it's just like, I have to keep that. I can't always be like... So the way to not self-sabotage is from not to let your traumas and your triggers overcome you. <laughs> like I love that side of me, but yeah. at the same time, like I like to I like to have fun. Which is great. So I like that. So no, go ahead. Go ahead, Julie. No, do you have anything else? Um, I just wanna say, like, you know, we could all stop being influencers tomorrow, you know, whatever. Something could happen. Is there any way or direction that you're going right now or trying to get to where you could be like, okay, if all this shit stops tomorrow, I'm going to be good um, tomorrow anyway? Um, I don't want to say the cliche answers like real estate, but obviously like everybody wants to, I really do want like a nice portfolio to just to be like a source of passive income. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But motivational speaking, um, preaching who knows like like i feel like i have a good voice i feel like i could like talk like a crowd mm -hmm. and i have the energy for it yeah you definitely could um so that i would be like probably like an esthetician i really love like people don't notice but i'm really into skincare like i have like an eight step routine and i'm damn right. every night every morning damn. Um, have you tried a uh, korean skin products oh that's like 90 percent of my um regimen so okay. that shit works. Oh yes, Korean skincare has the best skincare. Because yes, I know their skin's fucking yeah. crazy. Their skincare is derived off the fact of like natural. You don't have to. No, not even that. You don't have to strip your face. Like you don't have to like use all of these alcohols and stuff like that to dry out a pimple. Theirs is the their approach is opposite. Their focus is hydration. So that's why like you'll see a lot of Korean skincare lines, and it'll be a whole hyaluronic acid line, which basically is like vitamin B, where it worked as a humectant to put moisture back into your skin. So they'll have a whole line, like hyaluronic acid line or beta-glucan line based off of just like putting moisture back into your skin. And it really works. But America's approach to it is, their approach is like, I want to dry your skin out. I want to use all the dyes and peroxides. Like and I want vitamin A and type? No, type like just like, like benzo peroxide and like they're very... And people in Korea, they do use Korean skin. The Korean skin wrong. I'm pretty sure they do use retin A and vitamin C, like stuff like that. But we're more heavy with it, like way more heavy. Like 
our skin. Like my right now, my skin is irritated just because like I put a lot of, I've been putting a lot of my retin A on, and I've been forgetting to not put so much. And now my my whole face, like literally on the way here, it was burning at first. Did did you struggle with acne? Is that why you have such a like on point skin routine? Yes, that's. I think that was the trigger for it, where it was like, okay, like I don't, I can't afford to go to these top of the line dermatologist so i was just like let me just figure this out from tiktok literally helped me and then yeah. from there i just would stop watch a bunch of videos and then i think literally now i was literally thinking to myself i was like why am i not researching as much as i used to because i like i know a, a decent amount about skincare mm -hmm. and i don't have any backing in it um and it's literally just because like my i guess my skin is more clear now and it's like i don't really need to as much but i'll do it for the sake of like my supporters where it's like i want to be able to teach people stuff mm -hmm. yeah. like just in a small increment of my vlog being like oh like use this or like if you have this or Should make a skincare vlog honestly I, I was just talking to um jay chen and he uses he has like very very clear skin mm -hmm. and he he says that he uses um korean products and he said one of the things that he uses his moisturizer is snail mucus S oh yeah like snail mucus that's a like that's a really big thing like i used to like i had like four or five products with like snail I think it's like increasing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, money, that shit. Snail mucin, I think. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. That and he said it is the best fucking thing. Like slugging is really good too, where you put on a bunch of aquaphor or Vaseline. It's non-comedogenic. Like that means that it doesn't... Clog your pores. It doesn't clog your pores. Really? That's a myth. So like I'll like right now I have aquaphor on around all right You'll here. You'll drench yourself and just... Because my, my skin is irritated. <laughs> so that's a good practice. And also too, any serums that you use apply water on your face first because the like hyaluronic acid beta glucon is gonna take the air molecules out of the air and attach it to that water and your face will be more moisturized damn oh, i need wow. to step up my skin routine my shit's just soap well you just use soap I need soap you and neutrogena yeah, moisturizer the facial oh, that's not that bad that's not that bad oh that's that's pretty good what do you use frank they'd be charging they'd be charging like 120 for facials Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you one for free. Oh, oh! I one twenty is fine. Okay. Oh. Uh, I'll give you a facial. For <laughs> okay. All right, Arrington. I think Julian has a couple questions for you. Okay, let's let me lay them on me. This is the the relationship side of the podcast. Yes. Okay. I'm ready. Are you like looking for no. any type of relationship? No. Just getting finished. No. no, that was a question. Um, I mean, I'm not like one of those people that's like, I'm focusing on my career. I'm just one of those people that's like, I'm open to it, but I do have standards, pretty strong. Ones. What are your standards? Yeah, what are they? Uh, emotional intelligence, communication, um, self awareness. Um. A direction foundation and who you are i can't be your source i can't i have too much to do are you the clingy type of person you kind of like leave me alone i'm actually studying this now i just bought a book called attached and it talks about the different everybody is falls into the three categories of attachment where it's like secure attachment avoiding attachment and anxious attachment Atta anxious attachment is when you're more clingy avoiding attachment is when you love someone but you feel like you won't be able to meet their emotional needs so you kind of push them off and you ghost and secure attachment is whenever you're able to like stand firm in who you are, being able to communicate, and you being able to like see, like 
you're able to just be in reality. Like you're not running away from me. So you always want to be secure. Yeah, is that everyone's goal then to be secure? Everybody's goal is secure, but I know that me personally, and this is just me being open, I am secure, but I do have anxious tendencies. Just because, like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's a childhood thing, though, where it's like I didn't get that much attention when I was growing up, so I feel like I probably will look for it just a little bit more. But I think it's healthy whenever you can communicate that versus whenever mm -hmm. you're just, like, up someone's ass. I'm not going to be up your ass. I have to make my own money. I have to pay my own bills. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have my own goals. Hell, yeah. So just, like, those five things are really, like, my main. I'm trying to think of anything else. Like, you don't have to have – you don't have to look a certain way. I don't really – care about like i don't have a type really i mean you can't be ugly yeah <laughs> I, mean, I was like damn but like some people have like racial types that's like a lot I'm yeah. not like mm -hmm. um man wait well, i'm kind of curious what do you guys think you guys are i was just out kinda, of those three i was kind of thinking about it i think i'm um you said there's anxious and then what was the other one anxious avoidant and secure okay can you explain I all those one more time Okay, anxious is when you are clingy, basically. You're up someone, like you feel like you need to be with someone. And it, don't quote me if I'm wrong. I didn't even read the book yet. I just know a little bit about <laughs> it. I'm down, I'm down. Avoidant is um kind of like you're avoidant. Like you're avoiding attachment. Like you like the person, but like you don't show it. Um, and secure is just like you're just good. Like you you just get it. Like you mm -hmm. understand. You could, like I feel like secure is the goal for everyone. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it, what it sounds it, like. It sounds like it too. So, yeah. But so you, you, you wouldn't be... You said, what am I? No, no, no. no. I asked, because you just answered what you are, correct? Yeah. So, what do you think you are? I feel like I'm the anxious. Mm. You? Probably more towards uh, the avoidant. You don't think you're secure at all? Uh, yeah, I do. But then you have avoidant tendencies. Yeah, probably. Because okay. I'm not that good. Like it's okay. You said you have, with secure, you, you got to be like super good with the... Like the communicating. Oh, if yeah, if you can't communicate, then you're not. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, then I'm not secure. I'm probably avoiding as well. But you just have to ask yourself questions like, what does that stem from? What makes me not? I don't fucking know. It's some like, everything that you do is a symptom from something. Like there's an answer for it. You just have to dig deep inside. Come on, join. Dig deep. I don't fucking know. I really don't know. It's like a therapy question. You don't need to dig deep right now. I know. I wish. I wish we had like a therapist right here. No, you know what? Let's talk about it right now. Come on. So why do you think it is? I don't know. I don't know. Julian doesn't like it when we give him hugs. Oh, you don't? Not that I don't like it. They don't give me hugs. You're dumb, me lying. Also, too, like, I feel like um attachments and love languages go hand in hand whenever you want to date with someone you need to know someone's love language you need to know how do you, you need to know your love languages first you need to know how you give love and you need to know how you receive love because it's two different things yes mm -hmm. yes so i agree with that figuring that out is the foundation of like okay once you figure that out then you need to figure out attachment yeah or attach i don't know see for me since I'm not in a relationship and since I'm very secure in myself and I, sometimes I do I'm more like oh like this would be nice but I f I'm figuring these things out for myself just because, like, I can't wait till I'm in a relationship for them to figure it out for me. Mm -hmm. So so what would you say your love language is? Um, quality time. I really like whenever people are, like, home. I love this. Like, whenever people are, like, actually, like, undivided attention, mm -hmm. they're talking. Uh, physical touch. I like hugging. I don't know. I'm just a very touchy person. Mm -hmm. And I really like – I took the test. I really like words of affirmation. I'm not going to lie. Like, like, all four – the top four are like not interchangeable because quality time, but words of affirmation and um, 
physical touch are like interchangeable and then like fourth is gift giving and then five mm. is act of, acts of service but I really do like acts of so service so you need a fucking gift every time no that's no. fourth that's fourth oh okay okay but some people are like that so you have to have gifts though no no, no that's fourth that's fourth I'm ranking it oh okay 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 not like I need this but like a gift would be nice buy me a Rolex <laughs> <laughs> Pay for my canes. Fly me out. <laughs> Danny, you think you know your love language? Um, I'm going to send you guys the test. I know. I didn't even know there was a fucking test for Yeah, I didn't shit. know that either. I have the book too. There's Dave a... Chapman. Damn. Five love languages. If you want to love your girl better, you need to <laughs> come to my library. I'll get you right. You have a library? Yeah. Would you have a library if you had a big house? Yes. That's like, hard. That's I, want like a, like, I want like a library that's like medieval like i always wanted oh, the castle where, where you could walk in and shit and yes and then with you the ladders oh and it's the ladders and then it's also to like the it's all in dark. the middle it's a um just like, like one elevator snickets an elevator and it, like my my library is two stories oh that's hard but it's like i actually read though it's not just like for show like, and then you pull a book down and it's a secret passageway oh to an even bigger <laughs> library to even bigger oh, no or to it like i want to write a where book the guns too, are and shit you want to write a book yeah like what kind of book like a self-help book or definitely like, like a like along those lines who knows i might put out like a biography what would the title be i don't know um i would definitely have like one of those books where it's like teaching people like self-motivation like self what is the word called diligence perseverance whatever one mm-hmm. of them where it's like you know get up on it like you are in control of your life your thoughts i definitely would i would make a i would create a book specifically for people around my age and teaching people how powerful words are but if i had to write a book today or tomorrow and if it was due in a year i'll write a book on self-love because wow. that's something that i've been learning about a lot and then yeah. the cover would be you like this it would be like <laughs> a turtle <laughs> like this i would do a cover art of like it would be like an anime i would make myself into an anime character and like my jutsu is like love Okay. Oh, okay. Can we for that book to come out? Yeah. Wait. So, so Danny, what would you say is um your what, what was it that we were talking about? With your the, love language. No, but but hmm. before that, when we all said with the anxious. Oh, anxious. Um, avoidant. Anxious avoidant. And um, secure. Yeah. What Attachments. is anxious again? You're clingy. Anxious is just like clingy. Like you always want to be around them. You don't want to be around them. No, I didn't say that. Oh. Um, I I would say I'm a bit of all three, honestly. Oh, okay, that's yeah. ooh, I like that. Oh. That's, that's new. He's, he's he has different. all that water. That's different. Yeah. Water. How do you think you could lean more to secure? Well, I feel like I'm secure in a couple ways, but the fact that like I still need to do my shit and I need to get my shit done, right? Uh, kind of toward pushes me towards avoidance, and then also. I like having time, not only with my significant other, but with like friends. And I really like thrive off that and like being around people that I love and I know. And I like spending that time a lot with friends. I think that's like, I think that's more secure though. Like, yeah, that's I feel like, mm-hmm. well, I don't oh, know. Okay. are you in a relationship? Yeah. Well, I don't want to say like it's stuff she has to work on, but girl, no, 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 it's not. But it's like no, I'm not saying it's her because I don't want to be like too much. But hey, girl, but it's like come on, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it may just be things you both have to work on. Yeah, just to figure well, out the dynamic. Shit. Yeah, I feel like it's just things I'm still learning and shit. You know. 
Yeah. Don't worry, you got this. Y'all got this. Thanks, bro. Have you ever been in a relationship? Yes, I dated two girls, three girls, four girls, I think, throughout middle and high school. Damn. Were any of them, like, really serious, or were they all, like, really serious? I was, like, a kid. Like, eighth grade, come on, girl. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fifth grade. Fifth grade was, like, circle, do you like me, yes or no? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, let's be together. A lot of I liked a lot of girls growing up, like, and I still do. Yeah. But I feel like when I came out as, like, liking both. Yeah. Like, I think now, since I avoided the side of me so much of liking guys, it's not stronger, but I do um I do push, like, my mindset has just be more, like, you know, a little bit. I'd be a little bit more, like, yeah, like, what you doing tonight? Wait, oh. I, I didn't, to be honest, oh. I didn't even know that, that you had came out. Oh, you didn't? Uh-uh, when was this? Came out in July. Wait, actually, I'm I'm such a liar. I, I remember I, I slid up on your story. Yeah, July first. He's like, yeah, I guess he did. <laughs> I Logan. literally like. And what's so crazy? <laughs> you didn't watch the video, did you? You're fucking idiot. What's so crazy about that was like it was just like afterwards. I just feel like a lot of weight. I thought I cured the world of all hate, <laughs> and then I realized like, oh wait, you have more problems in real life. <laughs> he thought you cured. So so when was it that you like had realized? I always knew. You always knew? Everybody always know. Don't ever let anyone say like <laughs> they always knew. It's not something that's just like, oh today I'm gonna like men. <laughs> <laughs> Who would say that? Well, I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on anyone's journey, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just kinda like we all knew. We know. Yeah. But I always knew I liked both too though. Well, since when? Well, like you're still young, so I well, mean he just like, said he said he's always it, known. Always like since a little kid, or did this grow like in a high school thing or a middle school thing? I thought I only like boys when I first started off, but then like oh, throughout really? m- like elementary and middle school, like I don't know, I just love like women, just them girls. Period. So you would still date a woman now, or yes, yeah, yes. Oh, okay. I love women. I think women are very in- emotional, intelligent beings, and like. I love people that are in tune with their emotions. Most men are just like egotistical. Most men, not all men, but a lot of the men that I've met, it's all just like, I feel like, I don't know why I feel this way, but I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like most, like not going to say, I don't want to say most because I don't want to, I don't want to like generalize mm-hmm. men because we, we are some, there are some really good men out there, but there's also some um, assholes. But I just think that men are just harder mm-hmm. to like get through to, especially like, how i am and like you have to be securing yourself so like i can't like i said i can't coach anybody through anything i can't be your therapist do you know like some guys will be like oh wait you could be my therapist what no i'm not find help you're not gonna trauma dump on me and all this shit i'm not saying that you can't trauma dump but it's like do not look for me for emotional regulation like you have to find that in yourself yeah so so how how nerve-wracking or like how like were you anxious nervous when you film the video and you put it out there? God, like, I got a word from God, I felt like, in my spirit to come out. Because he was just kind of like, if I don't care, why do you have to worry about what everybody else think? So, I just was like, I was so nervous. Like, that was the most nervous. Look at my hands now. Like, my hands. But that was, like, the most nervous day of my life. Like, I thought everybody was going to hate me. I thought I was going to lose all my followers. Uh, I, feel, yeah. I feel like it's, like, people don't care about sexuality now. On, on the internet. 
What do you mean on the internet? Like in real like, life, like followers. In real care. life, no. In real life, like it's harder for people that are queer or that fall on the spectrum of LGBTQ plus, because like the more noticeable it is, the more people will treat you different. Oh, I notice that a lot. Like, I'm just not very feminine. Like, I'm feminine, but I'm not how and how I present, and that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like for me, my sexuality is not my personality. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'll make jokes, but at the end of the day, like I'm not always talking about. Like, I don't, my, all my jokes are just not sex jokes. Like, I can be. I get what you're saying. I know. Yeah. A lot of people, some people that are, like, some people that do express their sexuality, it becomes their personality. Mm -hmm. That's just all they fucking joke about and shit. Yeah. As far as, like, being bi and um, your sexuality. I don't consider myself bisexual, though. Oh. Oh, You're fine. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. Wait. Okay. So, what do you consider yourself? I just consider myself me because I feel like. In the LGBTQ, and this is just my own personal thing, I think that there's a lot of stigmas and things that I don't align with. Yeah. And I think it's very hypersexual and just all over the place sometimes. And I know that it's just like a growing community and people are just learning and growing, but it's just like I feel like I'm on my own journey and people will start to generalize me the more I um, mm. The more I like, like categorize, categorize right? myself. So right. it's like, who knows how I? F- not saying who knows how I will feel, but who knows how what vibe I'm giving? Like, who knows? Like, I could be feeling a certain way two or three years from now, and I'm, I could be in a full committed relationship with five kids. <laughs> yeah, because that's just how my mind is. My my brain is really just developing, and I'm learning more and more about myself every single day. So it's just like I'm not gonna put myself in a box because mm-hmm. I'm bigger than a box. Mm-hmm. The whole. Damn, I like that. Cool. I like that, that one. I know, yeah. I like that. I like that one. So, Arrington. does Arrington slide into DMs? Yes or Ooh. no? <laughs> I used to when I was insecure. Wait, Why? what? Why <laughs> when you were insecure? Yeah, I got to follow up too. Like when you're insecure, you're just kind of like, hey, who's around? Hey. Yeah. But once you start working on yourself, and I started to date myself, so I don't, I'm not dating anyone else. And I'm not looking to date anyone else. Mm-hmm. So like I don't I am not as like eager to find love. So now like not really. I don't think I was sliding into deal. So <laughs> as far as the time before this, is there a difference to sliding into males DMs and females DMs? Like is there a different way of doing it for you? I'm like I'll explain it. I'll show you how it is whenever it's a guy sliding my DM versus a girl. Oh, okay. Girls are just all right. Like you're beautiful. Like, like how are you? Mm-hmm. What's up? Guys are like, what's up, bro? And then it's like, it's two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I'm I'm talking about like how do, how would you do it? Oh, how would I do it? Okay. Yeah. Like girls, like I would definitely find something to compliment. I think I just think women are beautiful. Like, yeah. Just I don't know. It's just something about them. Like, um, they are beautiful bad creatures so like <laughs> finding something to compliment i'm not a corny like i'm not gonna just hit them with some cheesy pickup line or some shit i'm gonna just say you're beautiful oh, the gate. straight up damn i feel like that's dope to me yes yeah. i feel like it's just classic what a guy if they don't respond they ain't fucking with you <laughs> yeah. you're ugly dog what a guy what it it's more like <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it is <laughs> you just lost one you gotta take that out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're okay. Wait, I didn't. I didn't know what happened. Was there an exchange? No. Nah, 
Are you still trying to think for a guy? I mean, like with a guy, you just kind of like like a couple pictures and then like see what happens. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like it would be guys. Like I guy. told you, guys are like no, it's actually harder. You think it's a wait? It's harder. Yes. Wait, what do you? <laughs> oh yeah, y'all. So I know how y'all get down. Just, <laughs> um, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't have much experience. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I have riz. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people slide into Except before the podcast, you got the bitches, though. Oh, yeah, I get more bitches than you. <laughs> you get no bitches. <laughs> I just feel like, like, as a guy, it would be easier to slide into a guy's DM. Like, what would you, like, if you were, I know you're not, but what would you say? Or what would any of y'all say? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like, just like, hey. Yeah, I feel that like has some no swing yeah. to it. But but like the thing is, is like is like that's how guys are. Like guys usually just like it when when no. you get you just hit them up. Yeah, you, you just hit them up. Exactly. Up. You just what hit a them hey. up. Well, I don't know about what a hey, but whereas like girls, just a dry ass hey. Yeah, it's pretty dry. <laughs> that's okay, pretty okay, dry. maybe hey with like a linking. <laughs> <laughs> See, or or it could be a high with the big eye. Are like, you starting it with any emojis? Yes, emo like. Does emojis not imply sex? Like no. high with the big eyes. Like okay, the, yeah. okay that that's, that's sex. That's, that's sex. For? That's what I'm trying to say. Like the, those are. Is it sex? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those like. Yes. What you trying to do? And then the <laughs> winky face is like. You're, you're a creep. Yeah, it's like. And then like the hard eyes, you you just say like. What about the color of the heart? Does that matter? Yes. If it's a blue heart, I'm blocking you. If Wait, it's why? purple, why? you don't. If it's a colored heart, I'm blocking you. So it has to be red. The way a guy would be able to get me in my DM is like if you slid in with like a PNG where it's like I don't see the back of the picture, but if it's like a shiring gun, I think that's hot. Oh what? Like, uh, Naruto? Yeah, you have not Naruto. Naruto? I, I do. Logan. Oh Logan, yeah. Well, like yeah, it's like I don't know. I just like stuff like that, like very niche stuff or like very like. Oh okay, I see. What about like a meme? Or like a, a funny picture? I like those. Like but hand for, over that ass. It's like a big ass. For hand me though, it's like. I'm. I may not necessarily have your humor, so I could either take it two ways. One is really corny, or two like you're trying I, too hard. Not even trying too hard, but because it's like, but it's just like, I don't know. Like a meme, and if it's not funny to me, I'm not gonna respond. I love you so much, though. Damn. Oh fuck. So do you do you respond to most of your DMs or no? I mean, I like I look occasionally, but it's not like a. I gotta see who takes me today. Yeah. I pretty much have like. You know, what about first dates? Where are you going? Is there ghosts something like, intimate? Intimate? Yeah. Like what? The beach? I like the beach. It's a good idea. Like a picnic. What's oh. like a no? Like hell nah. This is not a good first idea. Uh, date idea. What about movies? The zoo. Yeah. Like if it's zoo. like 102 degrees out and you want to go to the zoo. That's like, is that where, is that where you went what for about the first the zoo day? Lights? I would like to go to like a mountain in oh. Hawaii. Those are lit. Oh, you're bougie as shit. Yeah. That, not that, bougie, not... but I'm just saying. Like, I just you see? Like, but like, that's not a first date. He said gifts. First day. Wait, what did you say? No, you said gifts are important as a raking. So I assume you're a bougie bitch. That's not bougie. How is that not Mountain? bougie? You could, have, you could have a gift that's not that's intimate, that's not necessarily expensive. Okay, name that gift. 
a note, a yeah, handwritten note. letter. I like those candles. Okay, a Target basket. You're, I, love I like you see that's simple. See, a lot of girls wouldn't like that though. A guy, I think what they a, want you to buy them a Louis Vuitton bag? Nah, <laughs> it's like more. I don't know. I think they do Skims. like that. Yeah, I, I think, think they, they do they like that. They, they do like, like it Because if I had a girl, I would, I would just like give her just a bunch of skims and just say like, here's. Well, I'll tell you, skims are fucking expensive. Yeah, skims are. But if you my girl, though, you can have what you want. Especially the Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, Especially okay. the, what is it, Kim Kardashian skim set? If I got to oh, work harder, all. if I got to work harder to treat my girl like a princess. Cause like if so you, be Because if you don't do it, somebody else going to do it. Stay woke, ladies. That's real. That's a real last quote. So it's like if you, don't, if you don't have it in you to take care of your girl and treat her like the queen she is, somebody else going to do it. You fumbled. <laughs> nah, she fumbled me. Fuck oh, out of here. Oh, no. She has her crown on and she's going to walk out of your house. Not if I take it off of her before she walk out the house. And I will replace it and give her a new one. Oh. <laughs> and that's why I hand her rest. crown to somebody else and do the new honor to somebody else. She's going to be the queen of my castle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever unfollow or block your ex? Yeah. See, the thing is with me, even with friends, like when you date someone, I... My like, I really do not like following girlfriends or boyfriends of friends, just cause like it's always awkward. Cause it's like I see y'all going back and forth with the pettiness. It's like I want to unfollow both. <laughs> I get you. I, I get, get you. you I that. get you. So yeah. I could see I myself, like yeah, that. like probably not wanting to. Um, yeah, I just don't like it. I but feel you, I feel you. Blocking is a lot, but unfollowing. Blocking me. is too much. But actually. if you are like adding me and stuff, like I feel like too, if I dated anyone, it would have to be very, not low key where we're hiding it. I can show that I'm in a relationship, but I wouldn't. Show who it is. Show who it is. You show like a hand and all that. Or something like that. Or just like at the movies or like. So you wouldn't even show a face. No. It would oh, take me a shit. while. Like probably like a year in. Six months in. So. Yeah, I like that. Private but not a secret. Yeah, like that. Because it's just like, one is like, I feel like you give a lot of people power yeah. over something you built. Exactly. And it gets a little bit tricky because some people can like use personal stuff against you and try to like defy your character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. I just am like very like, and like like I said, like I really like how Emma Emma's approach to it with her relationship like you know everybody knows who it is now just because they've been together for so long but she's very secret but she's not in a way mm-hmm. so she's being strategic me i just don't want to look stupid either you got a cuban i don't want to leak yeah <laughs> <laughs> have y'all seen that meme uh y'all never seen that meme no because he got a new cuban link <laughs> i haven't seen that oh man <laughs> Wait, 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 what was it again? Like, he was like, you, you got, got a, a Cuban. He was like, I got a Cuban, and I don't want a link. <laughs> it's not Cuban link. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. What about, um, like, um, how important is, like, family input and, like, friends input in a relationship? It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter to you? It doesn't matter at all? It's not that it doesn't matter at all, but it's like, if your relationship is shit, you're not speaking into mine. So, oh. so I'm a judge a tree by its fruit. So like if you have good emotional balance in your relationship and if I feel like I can talk to you and if we have that relationship in general, but when you get when people start to give unsolicited advice on something that has nothing to do with them, 
you're crossing two boundaries. You're crossing my boundary, and then you're stepping into something that has nothing to do with you because now it's you're speaking into an intimate relationship between me and someone else. So it's only if I allow you to see that even that side of everything. Mm. Right. I like that. But my like for example, my mom is not gonna say, "Don't date him." Your mom would be saying that? No, I'm just saying. No, I don't go to my mom with any problem. Like I just came out. I feel like that would be a lot right now. Like my mom, like mom, look at him. My mom probably be like, "Are you here?" Like, like hang up. Wow. Well, this was a very great episode. You have any more questions, or? Uh, one more. What? You don't have no more relationship one. Do you have one? No, I was just asking you. Oh, you can have, wait. Do you, you want to ask my question? Ask What's your question? question? I said, do you want to ask me a question? Oh, no, no, no. I don't. Um, no. I was, Maybe I got one more. Okay. Are there any, like, early red flags that, you know, um, just red flags when you're entering a relationship or meeting someone new? Friendships or, like, what type of relationships? Like Both. Okay, um, romantic. Like, I guess because I didn't do social media, like, it's a part of my reality, so I have to keep this in, but it's like, like, if it's very, like, let me put you on my story, or, like, let's post this, that's a red flag. Um, I don't know, like, no, so, no respect for me. Like, I'm just not one of those people, I used to be one of those people that loves the sarcasm, where it's like, you look ugly as fuck, but, like, you tell me that. No, I kind of, it's kind of, well... It's everybody's different though, but for me, it's just kind of like. Well, you ugly too, bitch. You probably say that too. Huh? No, I wouldn't. I would set a boundary. And I would say, hey, I don't like that. And then now, now, like you know, you did something wrong, so I may not talk to you. Oh shit! So oh, as soon as they were like over you... a joke, <laughs> like I said, like, I've been learning a lot about the power of words, and like if you really value, if you know me, and if you're intimate with me, you know how I am, and I feel how like, you'll take it. I feel like every day, di- it's not even about how I take it because it won't hurt my feelings, but it's still a boundary because. You give people an inch and they'll take a mile. What if they apologize? And I'll run you off the track. Okay. What if Damn. they apologize though? I if like they, that if, one. They, that if, if they apologize, that's that's fine. Like oh, okay. we can move forward. Mm. But apology without redirection is just empty words. Oh. Damn. This guy's just spitting fucking quotes left and right right no, now. No, but I'm just saying like these quotes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's yeah. just how my like I said, like I, I would love to be You're a quote book. Yeah, that's the motivational yeah, speaker shit. For real. What about uh red flags and friendships? Um, not being trustworthy. Like they don't trust you, or the other way around. Where yeah, both. Where it's like, I feel like I can't trust you with tap water without you having to tell everyone. <laughs> Damn, another quote. I don't get that one though. That's not a quote. <laughs> That's not a quote. That's just you talking. Uh, oh, oh, I thought that was a quote. Oh, I thought I was about to say that shit went over my head, but fuck. <laughs> no, it's, I was no. just saying down. <laughs> yeah, like damn, this guy just speaking. Um. <laughs> Red flags and friendships. Can't throw someone projecting. <laughs> like projecting. yelling louder than you? N- no, like projecting. <laughs> I'm as just in kidding. Like, automatically, when you're going through something, you're automatically projecting your insecurities and stuff onto me when it has nothing to do with me. Mm. And it's like if it's a, it's one thing if you want to talk about your problems. So what if the person is just hurt? It's one thing if you want to talk about the problems, but it's another thing if you want to throw your emotions toward your problems onto me. We just gonna communicate. That shit's hard to do. Yeah, you have to like, like I said, every, like I said, piggybacking off of um, Atomic Habits, 
everything is a process you have to learn how to communicate like for people that's not confrontational you just have to be more confrontational than the times that you're not confrontational and you'll become like all you have to do for your identity for like identity switch in example you just have to do something that you want to do more of than what you don't do so like if i want to be someone that goes to the gym and be consistent i simply just have to go to the gym more than i don't wow okay our time we have is make it that simple yeah, mm -hmm. it really is that simple. Mm -hmm. Nah, I need to do that. <laughs> yeah. but for, it, for Christmas, I'll get you the book. I, I think you guys were still talking about red flags. I'm, I think it's guys sent for Christmas, but it's definitely not a book. So you don't I like. So you don't like being reinsured. What do you mean? Like you don't like reinsurance a lot. I do. I love reinsurance, but it's like I feel like I'm working on my validation. Like I'm working on not having to always need validation from an outside source i feel like i should be able to give myself that but it's icing on a cake whenever i do get like validated more and if it's you like taste the cake points it's like brownie points it, yeah it's like if you taste the cake and if it doesn't have no icing on it the cake is still there the foundation is there but the cake tastes way better when it does have icing oh so it's like i really like that <laughs> oh man <laughs> another cool I'm about, to, I'm about to put. I'm about to I'm tell about to somebody tonight. Hey, fucking put more icing on the cake. What does that mean? You fucking look it up. <laughs> Watch Arrington's podcast. Watch Arrington's podcast. So you'll know. You know what the fuck he's talking about. Hell but yeah. I've learned. You know, I learned so much just because, like, you read. I, I realized, like, no, I realized that learning is just simply me. Because what I learn is what I'm gonna project out. Mm -hmm. Project. There, there's a good projection. So, like, whoever's around me will catch something, and I could help whoever I'm around, or someone could teach me something, or you know. Mm -hmm. that's why I think it's important to learn and it's the same thing with self-love where it's like since I learned how to love myself I can show people how to actually love themselves and how to love people around them because like another thing is like when you guys are saying like like I don't joke telling my friends that they're ugly or anything like that just because like you know I want them to love themselves I don't want them to feel belittled because after time you will it'll catch up mm -hmm. and then that's whenever it's unwanted resentment towards people I've had that before we're the opposite. He's speaking <laughs> mad truth right now. Though. No, because it's like, yeah, you said something funny, and everybody laughed in front of, around everyone else. <laughs> but it's but when you go person. home, but when you go lay down, and now you be like, damn, fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you, you mean. Really in the fucking head, type shit, huh? Say it again. Man. Put that down. This was an amazing podcast. Mm -hmm. Amazing. If you need some game, this is we the got Wait, this right? is the best podcast. Yeah, it was. Thank, Thank you. you. You've only been on one we, podcast. We, no, I'm saying this is <laughs> no, this is y'all's best. podcast. I'm just kidding. No, nah, it was yeah, really good. Yeah, Two was hours really, worth of like yeah. really good stuff. I mm -hmm. think. I'm, I think. I'm glad. This is the first time anyone has ever picked my brain for so long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, think, I, I, I like it, and I, I say I think we're all like super proud of like what you're doing at 18. Because mm -hmm. I wish I would have would have read all those fucking books that you did. At 18, because I definitely was not doing that shit. But that shit makes a huge difference. I think huge. so too, though. Like, it's okay, though, that you didn't, because, like, like I was telling you earlier, like, we just haven't been through the same thing. Like, something yeah. is, something pulled me to read these books. But, like, without, without like, a stimuli to, to get me started with this, I probably wouldn't be reading this many. Mm -hmm. So, like, literally, like, moving out and, like, trying to figure out where I'm going next with everything and entrepreneurship and stuff like that, like, I have to get these basic basic fundamental business principles down. And it's like, if I don't, I'm going to be on the street. And who's going to pay my bills? Nobody. Right. Right. Hey, you're really 100% yeah. right. And I'm very I think, proud of you. Thank you. I think if you definitely needed to hear something or you're going through something, Arrington got a lot of advice. 
I think I'm. Yeah. I, I just want to show people that like you can go through a lot and you can go through hell and back, like I like to say, and back to hell and then drag back down to hell. <laughs> <laughs> There's always light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to get through it first. That's mm -hmm. good. Hell yeah. Well, cool. We want to thank you, Eric Tim, for coming on this mm -hmm. podcast. We yeah. appreciate I love it. you guys. We love hey, you too. Thanks, thank Aaron you. Too. Thank Let's you. go get some canes. Okay. We're going to go get some canes. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for See you guys later. Peace. Good night. Good night.